Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you once again for joining us. And uh, joining me as always is Alan. Hello, Alan. You're right, Adam. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you? Got a bit hay fever. You've been out on a jolly today, haven't you? Because it's bank holiday. Yeah. Been the tip. Been the house. Nice. Usual stuff. That sounds good. And uh, hello, Chris. Afternoon, morning, good evening, wherever you are. Morning, afternoon, evening, yeah. How are you doing? You, You all right? Yeah, I think, I think I'm getting there. I'm recovering from a, a bit of a heavy session yesterday. That's why I'm not sure where I am. Yeah, it's, it's nice of Chris to have found time for us this week. Um, <laughs> he's been socially not, very busy. busy. He, he shunned, his last, night, shunned okay. his last night to take his wife out for her birthday. That's it. Yeah, we talk about, you know, commitment to the show. And <laughs> Two nights out in about six months. It's not <laughs> yeah. my fault. They fall on the recording <laughs> nights. Both fall on the nights that we usually do the show. But hey, we're here anyway. And uh, it's episode 136. And uh, it's the week before Mouse Meets, believe it or not. Yay. This time next week, we'll be, uh, be, it will all be over. It'll be finished. It'll be done. That'll be it. And uh, that's quite a scary prospect because we're not even ready for it yet. No, that's a lie. We are. This time next week, we'll be picking the kids up from school. Yes. What, what have we got to get ready? I thought we were just turning up. Yeah, we'll just make it up as we go. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's pretty much it. But that'll be good anyway. So uh, that's going to be happening in a week's time. You can still get your tickets if you want them. Go over to mousemeets.co.uk and you can come and join us for all the fun and stuff that's going to be going on. But we're going to be talking a little bit more about that a little bit later on. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we have to say hello and thank you to a new sponsor of the show, which is Scooter Vacations. You can go to scootorlando.com. You can find out all about the, the stuff that they do over there. You can hire those scooters that you might need for your Orlando or Universal vacations, and they can help set all that up for you. So go to scootorlando.com for that. Well, I've got loads of stuff to talk about this week. Um Incidentally, I'm just going yeah, go to talk about um, scooter vacations there. Yeah. Um, I'm just having a quick look on there, and they've got those mobility scooters yeah. that you can hire, varying in price from $25 a day up to $40 a day. Yeah. Well, it depends how fat you are, doesn't it? Well, it actually does. It does. Uh, it does actually, does actually depend on weight, that is true. But you've got, they've got one that looks a bit like a, almost like a Harley Davidson there. They do look awesome. I was looking at it the other day, and they all, they'll all do sort of 12, 15 hours a day. So if you're going on a full-on park day, then they'll do 12, 15 hours without a charge and take about three hours to charge afterwards. So, it's not bad, is it? Some of them are, actually, the, the Harley Davidson one isn't isn't good for going on the bus. Right. But uh, there's some that, you know, they specify that it'll go on the bus, boat, and monorail. There you go. That's what you want, isn't it? And some of them go in the car. There's a, the tiny one. Is it called the Is it called the Scrat or something like that? The really snap. Tiny, snap. That's the one. Uh, that will. I think that would voice sound. Yeah, it literally folds up into the tiniest thing, fits in the boot of your car. I was watching it going, That's that's insane. How how small that kind of is. I mean, when I went to my mother-in-law, she hired one. Yeah. They went out to the shop. Somehow she managed to do about it for three hours at the shop. But that's another <laughs> conversation. <laughs> um, so I had a little rip round it. And it, and it's they, go, right. they go over very easily. <laughs> I just wait for Top Gear to get on them. And they don't go down the curb too well if you're <laughs> going up full pelt. Oh, but I'm sure that's not quite the way you meant to ride them. <laughs> what, well, two wheels? No. Yeah, yeah. Then that's probably right. People <laughs> look at the Villa Windows. Think, what is that man doing out there? Like, if, if you're going to hire one, though, you, you don't have to have a reason to hire them. You know, it's... No. no. It actually... When, when, when you're at the parks, you think... All these scooters are everywhere. I'm actually thinking about it. You can just get How nice would it be to just drive around the park oh, instead of walking? Amazing, wouldn't it? It'd be great. Well, I've been, right out out I've been working out the distances in Manchester for most meets. I might hire one then. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be right because you've got like no hair, hair resistance, have you? So you can probably do a couple of miles faster than everybody else. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think the belly slows it down, though. It, uh, ah, that, that's air it resistance. might be an advantage on top, but it's down below. Air resistance. It's just different. so big. <laughs> belly, sorry. Anyway, um, <laughs> what have we got going on for you today? We've got loads of stuff. We've got so our usual 3x3 Disney news. We've got some more things about mouse meets. Yes, I promise we'll stop talking about it soon. And then we're trying something new, uh, which we want to find Disney's ultimate attraction. And we've been... Uh, polling you over the past week to find out uh, the first round and I'll explain a little bit more about this as we go through but then the is three it things that... me and um, Chris is it what about you and Chris yeah because yeah, we don't know about it either yeah no you don't know about it I've kept it a complete secret from you two as well but we will all know about it a little bit later on so uh, I suppose without any further ado it is time for us to do this week's Disney news in the news headlines three by three good morning sire good morning Zazu checking in with the morning report fire away Okay then, so it's our 3x3 three three news. So, what have we got this week, Alan? Rivers of Light is coming to the Animal Kingdom. Harambe Knights helps celebrate Lion King's 20th birthday. Filming begins of soaring over the world. Okay, there are three bits of news, but you can of course go over to DisneyBrit.com and you can find out about loads of other different bits and pieces that we haven't included in this week's news, including possibility of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit coming over to the US parks, some more information on Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and loads more. So do head to DisneyBrit.com for all of that news as well. So Alan, do you want to start us off? What's going on with Rivers of Light? Okay, there was an announcement the other day that they've they're talking about sort of expanding the Animal Kingdom into being a more of a, and I hate to say the term, full-day park. It is. Uh, it is. I believe it is a full-day park. I think it's a two-day park, but there you go. Well, God, you always have to do one better than me. <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> I like it a lot, but we'll not that much. Okay, but um, anyway, although there's like, not many details being released, details, Disney have said that there's going to be this Rivers of Light nighttime spectacular coming to the Animal Kingdom. And it's going to be based around the Discovery River. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rivers of Light promises to be an innovative show, unlike anything else seen in the Disney parks, combining live music, floating lanterns, water screens, swirling am- am- animal imagery. The show will magically come to life on the okay. broad natural stage. I don't know if you need my kids downstairs. Yeah, I can hear. Yeah, it sounds like your wife's killing one of them. Yeah. Uh, natural stage of the Discovery River between Discovery Island and Expedition Everest. D- delight now, guests, and truly capping off a full day of adventures at the Animal Kingdom. This sounds pretty good. I mean, the artwork looks very good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It reminds me a little bit of kind of the Brother Bear moment right at the very beginning when they have all the. I was the, say exactly that. Ah, the Northern Lights bit. See, um, there's, this has been rumoured for coming for how long? When did we first hear about North, uh, the uh, River? Some uh, time, hasn't it? I would it's say... It's got to be at least two or three years. Oh, easily, hasn't it? Because I'm sure that back in the day of your mouse cast, I'm sure we talked about some sort of nighttime show coming. Yeah, we did. And that was two years <laughs> And ago. then it kind of disappeared, didn't it? I'm sure... I want to say it was kind of mentioned in the same breath as um, sort of New Fantasyland expansion. That time... That kind of time period. Yeah. Um, and then it just completely vanished. And then suddenly there's this artwork appeared that's, that's made it look like it's well it is coming again we don't know a date do I, I mean for, for me looking at it it yeah. looks like it's quite important that it's actually dark yeah I think so it's which which is going to be quite hard a lot of the time of the year isn't it unless the place is open really late well I think this is exactly what they're going to be doing isn't it they're going to be extending the length of time that this place is going to be open just so exactly. they can um, they can do the the actual well they're bringing the nighttime safari for uh, Kilimanjaro as well which is going to add yeah. extra time to the park You'll be able to do nighttime expedition Everest, things like tough to be a bug, uh, Kiliman, um, not Kiliman, dinosaur. I don't think no matter what time of the day you do tough to do the bug, it's actually well, it's exactly, inside. Exactly, all of those attractions <laughs> are ones that can still run at night, so that's not yes. going to make any difference to them at all. It's so, just it's just the animals are going to it's going to be a bit of a struggle to see some of them, isn't it? I mean, they're like us; they sleep at night. Well, I'd be intrigued to see what they're going to do with the whole nighttime 
safari because I know at the moment if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge they do a special nighttime safari where you get given night vision goggles and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, so I don't know whether they're going to go night vision with it all but that would be awful lot of night vision goggles per carriage like anything else whether it's going to be floodlit or by the the vehicle itself or what i really don't know might be an optional extra right okay we're doing the nighttime safari it's 50 dollars for the night vision goggles or you can just sit well, and think, run in the dark i think it's 80 about 80 dollars 70 80 dollars for you to do the one for animal kingdom lodge um so i'd be interested to see i don't think they can surely offer it as an additional i don't know don't call me cynical. Yeah, go on. Why? What's your name, real name? <laughs> um, it says here, right, that it's going to be a show... Um, I can see the words now. An innovative show unlike anything seen in Disney parks. Yeah. Doesn't that look like um, Fantasmic? Well, I think it's a, a cross between Fantasmic. Is there not a, like a bit of world of colour in there as well? Uh, obviously, they're going to be using live actors, dancers. They're going to be having boats, things like that. So, yeah, I, I think there's going to be an element of kind of the Fantasmic about it and an element of the world of colour about it. Uh, the only thing that um, could be different is it says combining live music. Yeah. It'd be interesting what they're going to do. I've had an orchestra but floating. They're going to have Billy the Cast member on his drums. He's been they, in his I garage for three, three years. When they say you live might... music, does it mean it, it could be recorded live mm. rather than actual mm. live? Well, that's, that's all music, though, isn't it? Well, well, no, not necessarily. It, it, it could be, as, be as Chris says, it could be like music. some African drummers. Yeah, I think that's probably what it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of sort of tribal drumming and that sort of stuff as part of it. Yeah. Either way, I think it'll be amazing. Oh yeah, that'd be good to see. I'm intrigued to see how they're going to fit all the people around the river. There's not many places to stand, is it? No, that bridge is going to be busy. But if you look at the um, the concept art, it does make it look like they're going to be be building some sort of seating. Am I yeah. wrong? Mm. Right in thinking that, or is that? It, it suggests that there's certainly a clear way all the way to the river edge. Yeah. So which, will, which will spoil some of the look of it, won't it? Because obviously the river is very natural looking at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they do that so they make it look as natural as it does at the moment. Because um, looking at it here, yeah, it does look like there's going to be some banked sort of seating or some sort of banked area for guests to be able to sit in. And that's... And the Tree of Life... Because if, if you actually look at the concept art, the Tree of Life is a good way in the background. No, I don't think there's that much water around there, is there? Um, I didn't realise that that's what, what that was. It looks like that's a tree of life, sort of. It is. Towards the right, isn't it? Because they've also talked about um, projections on the tree, reference to something else at night time. So I suppose that's possible. But it, They could project that branch back on that fell off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, harsh. Um, I just wonder how they're going to... Because that... Where they said it's going to be Discovery River between Discovery Island and Expedition Everest. I'm trying to think how much water is that in that particular area. I'm going to bring up Google Maps as we're talking and find out. Well, I suppose if you think about the um, Everest, what's it called, the shrine thing where you can line up Everest with. Um, there's like uh, you're right, five yeah. or six things. And it, there is a big expanse of water there. You're right, there is. I don't know, that could be sort of where it's where they're going to sort of start clearing out. Bit of deforestation, get some concrete in there. So, let's have a look. Here we are. I've brought up the map of Animal Kingdom as we're talking. And actually, it's... Did they say the bridge between... Um, between Discovery Island and Expedition Everest. Okay, so I've got... Uh, I've got natural stage of like Discovery there. River between Discovery Islands and Expedition Everest. Oh, do you know what? That's actually a massive expanse of water. Right. Much bigger than I even imagined it being. And is there a river leading into it? As right. Well? So you've got the, the the thinner river that goes round, which is the Discovery River, and then it kind of opens out uh, to where Dino Land USA is, the Finding Nemo Theatre, your Expedition Everest, and then you've got an entire banked area actually that's got nothing in it at the moment. Um, I'm saying, think about it. Where Dino Land is, that side of it, there isn't anything that goes to the river, is there? There's currently the Anandapur, uh, there's an ice cream truck, there's the Kali River Rapids to one side of it. There's actually a big area that seems to have some sort of path, which I would guess. Oh, now that's the back of Kali River Rapids, just there. There is an area that they could use, but actually that is a massive expanse of water that I didn't even imagine it was the size that it actually is. 
So there's a possibility. Yeah, that, that could be a pretty decent sized show just there. So when you, just when you think about going around that area, because there's nothing to look at Riverside. Yeah. Apart from the tree. Yeah. You don't really look over that way. No. You no. no, you really don't. And uh, thinking about it, there, there is a bridge that goes through Discovery Island. Um, and I remember looking at that bridge and looking across and thinking, oh, Expedition Everest looks further away than I imagined. I think I took a photo of it as well. But actually, I didn't really consider that the, the water expanded to the to the point that it does. So there you go. So there is a massive area there for them to do a nighttime show. That's pretty good. Talking about nighttime shows, um, Disney are bringing another one. But this is a temporary nighttime show that's coming uh, for uh, a few months to help celebrate the 20th anniversary of The Lion King. It's called Harambe Nights. And uh, basically, they're going to be performing The Lion King Concert in the Wild, which is an all-new, never-before-seen theatrical experience that's going to feature a live orchestra and choir, dancers, digitally projective movie moments and dramatic lighting and scenic elements, apparently, which are all going to be hosted by a celebrity guest narrator. Now, looking through the celebrity guest narrators, I don't know who half of them are, but there you go. No, June, no. I'm not seeing our name on the list. No. June 7th, Viola Davis. June 14th, to be decided. June 25th is Montego Glover. Uh, David Allen Greer is doing the 28th, Michael Beach the 5th of July, Harry Lennox the 12th, Joe Morton the 19th, Alfrey Woodard is the 26th, Patina Miller, she's the only one I know of, uh, is August 2nd, and then August 9th is Brian Stokes Mitchell. Um, the event itself takes place inside uh, Animal Kingdom and it happens, starts at 7.30 showtime with an opening of 7 o'clock. Tickets are $119 for adults, $79 for children aged. I was then going to say, yeah, I'm there on the 9th, I might pop in until you said that. You see, I'm really tempted to go. Oh, I am, but not for that. No. Tickets with for, with premium floor seating at 134 for adults, 94 for children. <laughs> Capacity is limited. You can go over to DisneyWorld.com forward slash Harambe Nights. That's H-A-R-A-M-B-E-N-I-G-H-T-S. As well as you get in the uh, show, there's also going to be a street party going on afterwards filled with music, characters, live performers. And uh, it's encouraging everyone to go in and go wild. You're also going to be enjoy an inclusive buffet of sophisticated and flavorful African cuisines and gourmet desserts. And there'll also be exclusive Lion King merchandise and collectibles available to purchase at the event too. And it's a stick around for a special finale to bid Kwaharini to a magical evening that could only happen at Disney's Animal Kingdom. See, $130, $119, what's that, about 80, 75, 80 pounds? Yeah, sir. Um, I mean, one adult, one kid is roughly... Ah, now you see, that's where you're making the mistake. See, I've told everybody else that they don't want to go, they wouldn't like it. Yeah, see, I could say that, but I won't get away with that. 71 pounds, it is. I am seriously tempted for August the 9th. Seriously tempted. Because it's Lion King. And it, the thing is, my the thing that really tempts me the most, more than anything else, is that whenever Disney put all these special events on, they're always in months when I'm not able to go to the parks. Uh, it might be, you know, they do obviously your Halloween, your Christmas stuff, uh, your candlelight um, uh, procession, all that sort of stuff. I, I, it never happened when I'm there. And all of a sudden, there's a special hard ticketed one-off event happening in Walt Disney World when I'm going to be there. And it's that whole kind of you know, I'd, I'd feel like a bit of a fool if I turn it down. And I know this is exactly what Disney want me to think. But still, just that whole experience. I mean, I'll also be there at the same time, but I'll just... Well, we could all go, Alan. What do you think? I don't, I don't think we all could, because Alan's not there. Oh, Alan's not there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, see, it'll what? cost me... He's gone now. We've lost him. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's, um, he's about maybe it's 1800 for the plane. Yeah, oh. 800 for the plane. And then um, hey, a little bit more for your broadband provider. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't get the plane. Just get a decent broadband provider. Yeah. That that's a good start. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm very. I'm so very tempted. I really am. And I think it's going to be one of those things. I'm not going to buy my ticket now. Uh, I've got the things to pay for for the holiday first, but. Come yeah, close like the, the holiday? Like the actual holiday, yeah. Come closer to the time. If there's still tickets left, I think it's something that I might have to have to do. It's for the, it's for the good of the show, I feel. Well, I don't think we're actually going to contribute towards it. <laughs> no, but I feel, you know... Before I, you start I, mentioning... I feel, I feel that my knowledge 
uh, of Disney parks and the special events that they hold would be greater, greater, uh, and it, my knowledge would increase through going to Harambe Nights. Can you remember a few? It might have been two years ago. There was a African discos or something going on at night time. Yeah, there was something. Some sort of parties. There's yeah. like barbecues and. That sounds my sort of thing. Well, there's African food here. What are you about? And, and they, yeah, I don't think it cost you any extra to go, but it was a limited period. Yeah. And it's that extra party thing in Africa, part of um, Animal Kingdom, I think it would be a fantastic thing to go to. It would be. But I would like to see it as just part of the main day. Yeah. You know, at a certain time of night where, because obviously you're in, and I'm do, using the quote mark things, you're in real Africa. So you've yeah. got people who are working during the daytime and at night time, when they've started to relax a bit more, they're having street parties. They're relaxing a bit more. It would fit with the story, I suppose. I think it would work quite well. But at a certain time, everyone starts to unwind a bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that sounds like a good idea if it was free. If it was free, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, fingers crossed. It's um, it's going to be worth going to. I'm going to be able to go. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, wait and see. Well, I think we'll move on to my news item now because yeah. this is quite a long story from right. reading it on the website. Let's, let's go to yours. <laughs> this one's massive. Yeah, filming begins with soaring over the world. Recently, a helicopter was found to be flying over the Magic Kingdom as a filming seems to have begun for the new soaring over the world update to the popular Epcot attraction. There's a couple of photos on the website. I'll scroll down for the rest of the text, and all I can find is uh, there's no news on when the new version of the ride is likely to, to replace the current version. No, that's true. So, <laughs> um, no, basically they've, they've started. It looks like they've started filming for what's going to be an update of soaring over the world. Now, um, I put this one in because, again, this is this kind of links with the, the rivers of light thing, um, because we heard about rivers of light coming years ago and then it vanished, and then we heard about this idea that they were going to be. Um, so it's going to be made local soaring. to its own parts, yeah, exactly. And then it never happened. And then all of a sudden, it seems this one's been green lighted as, as well, and they're now going to be soaring over the world. Um, it's about time, though, is it not? Oh, it definitely is. Yes. We're keeping you up. <laughs> to be honest, it's the trouble recording upstairs. I'm on the bed. You know, it's getting comfy. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, I'm not under the covers, though. Oh, right. Okay, that's good. So this soaring over the world, Alan. Uh, are you? Because I suppose we've just come to accept that we just see California. Yeah. But it would be nice to actually see something that that's kind of familiar to the area. To the area. Um, like to, to me, soaring's fantastic ride, but to me, it doesn't really matter where you go on it. You know, if if, if I'm flying over the Everglades and over the top of Universal Studios, whatever yeah. it's going to do, I don't think. It's I don't think. It's I, I definitely don't think it's going to do that. You know, over Seuss Landings, it might do that. I'm not convinced <laughs> that, that's, that any of that is going to happen. Yeah. Straight <laughs> down City Walk? No, no. No. Okay, Shamu Show, it'll go straight over SeaWorld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see some real killer whales jumping out of the water, it'll be fantastic. No. No, that's not happening either, no. Yeah, I, I ride soaring to take the weight off my feet. <laughs> see, I like soaring. Oh, I like soaring. You like snoring? <laughs> soaring. It'll be starting in a minute. No, it's a, it's a good ride, and it's a family ride that you can get all ages on. Yeah. And they all enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, some of these family rides, the adults are thinking, oh, this is a bit boring. Or the kids are thinking, mm, I don't know if I want this again. But they all enjoy soaring. And I think the cues and that show that everyone enjoys it. I think you are right. Well, it, it is certainly lasting, but then that would also argue that why should Disney spend the money on it? If it's still got well, ridiculous well, that, was what, that was my next point. I couldn't work out why they're doing it. The, no one's asking for an update on it. Yeah, I think that, that because it is so good uh, that people are still riding it, aren't they? And they, there is no need, I suppose, for an update. But, you know, that's what Disney decided. So that's what's going to happen, I suppose. That's it. There you go. Right, that is all of our news. Uh, we shall take a... Oh, no, we've not. We've got park refurbs. How did I nearly forget? I, why do I always forget park refurbs? Okay, park refurbs for you. Um, currently closed at Walt Disney World. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority. That's closed from the 3rd of May until the 30th of June. Astro Orbiter is closed from the May the 3rd until August 20th. I'm only just I know, it's going to be closed. we there. I'm literally just going to fit that in before we leave. 
And Festival of the Lion King in the Animal Kingdom is closed, has been closed from June, January the 5th and is reopening in June. Again, details over on our website. Um, that's going to open its new Harambe Theatre uh, in June. Don't forget Downtown Disney's parking lots, H, I, J, and K are closed because they're prepping for a new multi-story car park. What's going on in Disneyland Paris? Loads uh, of things are closed. Captain EO, closed all month. Yeah. Flying carpets over Arabia, closed all month. month. Indiana Jones, Le Temple de Paris, uh, is closed from the 1st to 28th, basically all month. <laughs> the Voyages of the Pinocchio, from the 5th to the 16th. Studio Tram Tour Behind the Magic is closed from the 14th to the 16th. Yay! 21st to 23rd. And Dumbo the Flying Elephant. I should say elephants, I reckon. Not just one of them closed. It's closed from the 19th to the 31st. There you go. That's all of the attractions that are closed if you're going out to either Disney World or going out to Disneyland Paris. Oh, yeah. I think just before we go to Disney World, I may be taking a quick trip out to Disneyland Paris to go and see Ratatouille. Fingers crossed. So if I do... I will let you know about that as well. Right, that is all of the news, as we've said. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back to talk a little bit more about the ultimate Disney attraction. Hey, I have the best-kept Disney World and Universal Studios vacation secret. Did you know that anyone can rent a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them. Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves the best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way? Have as much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride. They fit on buses, boats, and monorails, and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. Contact Scooter Vacations at 1-855-WDW-SCOOT that's 1-855-WDW-SCOOT or on the web at scootorlando.com. That's S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. S-C-O-O-T Orlando.com. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Hey, this is Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, and when I'm in Britain, I listen to the Disney Brit Podcast. Right, it is time to introduce you to the ultimate Disney attraction. And this is something that we're going to be doing in conjunction with all of our listeners and all of our Facebook followers and all of our Twitter followers to find out just what is the ultimate Disney attraction. So I was thinking we need something that's going to kind of help us to, to get in the right mood for this. So I found us a nice piece of music, which is this. Now, if anyone tries to turn around to me and say, you can't have that, it's not Disney music. Um, it is. It is, because it actually appears in Wreck-It Ralph. So, no, 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 no. Also, I've got that by a, a version by Mickey Mouse and his pals. And there's, I think there's a version in the middle. Is it the Pixar Play Parade or one of the Pixar Parades it was in as well? That was in the Pixar Play Parade, okay. yes. But uh, it is Disney music, so there you go. This is the ultimate Disney attraction where we're going to celebrate, get it, the ultimate Disney attraction that has, exists in Walt Disney World. Now, you'll go, oh, haven't loads of people done this before? But what they've often done is the ultimate Disney ride. What we have done is I have taken every single Disney attraction that exists in all of the Walt Disney World parks and water parks, etc., and thrown them in, and we're going to battle them out against each other. And we've been putting uh, polls up on the website, uh, oh, sorry, on Facebook over the past couple of weeks and getting you to vote for what you think is the best. Now, the news, the, the good news is that some of you will probably panic and think, well, hang on, you can't have Big Thunder Mountain come up against Haunted Mansion early on, because that means that one of those two are going to go out, and there's a chance that one of those two are ultimate Disney attractions. So I've kind of gone through and I've seeded all the big attractions. So you're not going to have to worry about Big Thunder and Splash and Space and Haunted Mansion and Pirates meeting each other early on that's not going to happen so 
I've kind of taken it so a lot of the big boys are meeting each other, or the e-tickets as we call them, meeting each other later on. So the idea is that we've got all of these 140-something, off the top of my head, I can't remember, 140-something attractions that are all going to meet each other, and uh, one's going to knock out the other. You're voting for them, and then we're going to talk about them, we're going to give our votes, and we're going to find out which is the winner of each of those particular battles. So we've got two battles for you this evening. The first one is Big Thunder Mountain versus the downhill double dipper that you find over mm. in uh, in uh, Blizzard Beach. And then we've got the Barnstormer versus Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. <coughs> so there are our two battles this evening. So, Alan, what do you think? First one, Big Thunder versus downhill double dipper. Uh, I, uh, which one would you, personally, decide to go for? Go on neither. Go on neither. No, you won't go. Right, there isn't an option to hold bags here either. Right, okay, well, you've got a tameish roller coaster. Yeah. That um, is fun for all the family. Unless you've got little kids that don't like it, and then it's fun for no, no, uh, no family. No, you see, it's fine if as long as you don't tell your child. It's just like, yeah, it's just like going on Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, that usually doesn't help. It's taken us a few years for him to get over that. But anyway. uh, my daughter wouldn't go on Big Thunder Mountain, yeah. yet she loved Splash Mountain. Really? Now, That's interesting. The, the crazy thing is that she would go on Splash Mountain time and time again. Yeah. We queued up Big Thunder Mountain, and it was only when she saw the train car, she freaked out, and we had to get escorted out of the road. Oh. That's not good. So, um, I'm a lot of us saying that. We've got fast passes to ride again, though. Did you get, did you get escorted? Did, were you asked to leave, or did you choose to leave? When we got to the track, the ride, my yeah. daughter wouldn't climb into the cart, and a cast member kindly helped us to find our way back out of the ride. Right. At the, at the time, were you pushing her in and trying to put the bar down while she was still in it? <laughs> As I was trying to leave. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We hadn't. We hadn't even. The the cars had just pulled up in front of the gates, whatever it was. Yeah. And as soon as she saw it, she knew what it was and wouldn't go on it. Fair enough. So, so panic setting. So she's obviously got that from me. Um. So big thin mountain. Yeah, it's, it's a good ride. It's. Getting a bit old. This is the downhill double dipper. Yeah. Now I've got a complete opposite problem to you uh, with uh, with regards to attractions. You see, Harry will struggle to take on Big Thunder Mountain because it's a that's because he's not been so much. It could be because it's a roller coaster, right? Yeah. Uh, but downhill double dipper because it's a water slide won't get him off it. He'll go on it again and again and again. If you guys water roller coasters, anything like that, anything involving water roller coasters and water slides and that sort of stuff, he'll go on forever and ever. Try and get him on a uh, a roller coaster. Completely different story. I don't know. Weird, weird child. I know. But um, me and Chris have just been away to Butlins. Yeah, that's correct. And um, you can hear about it on yourbutcast.com. <laughs> your butcast. <laughs> nice. And that was something else. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, Chris had a similar problem to what I had at the time at the water park. Yes. And that was that my daughter wouldn't go on a certain ride because there was potential of her getting water in her eyes. Yeah. But Chris's daughter wouldn't go on another ride because she didn't know what it was. Yeah. And each of our daughters would go on the other ride, so we had to try and convince them to Take each slide other together. On. Right. And eventually it did work. But the thing with water slides is sometimes you do get wet, sometimes you get water in your eyes, and that is a thing that can affect Put you. Put people off. So I'm just trying to have a look at this. So the downhill double so, dip is two parallel um, tubes, tubes yeah. things where you sit in a rubber ring. Yeah, and they kind of they, they launch you off from the top, and it's a race to the bottom, and they time you and basically see who comes out the fastest. Yes. It's a great ride. It has big queues, though, but it's a great ride. So I would say... I'll go Big Thunder Mountain. I'm. Uh, what about you, Chris? I'm. I'm going Big Thunder Mountain. And I'm going Big Thunder Mountain as well, which means Big Thunder Mountain wipes the floor with Downhill Double Dipper. Believe it or not, two people said Downhill Double Dipper was better than Big Thunder. 
Drink it loud enough for a joke, or? Uh, I've no idea, but what I do know <laughs> is uh, it's not gone through. So, uh, Downhill Double Dipper is out. Okay, so let's move on to our second, and it's going to be the Barnstormer versus Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Do you want to start us off on this one, Chris? Right, yeah, so the Barnstormer, uh, a classic younger person's roller coaster. Been there a few years, been moved, sort of been refurbished and uh, made to look a little different. For me, I, can't, I cannot get the kids on it because they can see it. Right. I think if, you know, they just saw where you got on and didn't see the rest, that'd be fine. Um, always a few cues. Always good to see the big fat man sort of look like his head's going to get knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, the Monsters, Inc. laughter floor. A amazing place. It is good. Um starting to get a little old but of course they've had it with the obviously new film yeah sort of brought it back to life again you yeah, remember those characters yeah and you remember their sort of little personalities and it is done so well now i mean i'm hoping the people they pick on don't work there i'm hoping they are genuine people i think they probably are surely because <laughs> it, it some of those things are just hilarious now have you been to Monster Inc. Laugh Floor several times in quick succession, fairly close together? Uh, no, never. Not not in close succession, no. Sort of separate days. Right. And has it seemed fresh still, even though you've, you've seen it? Yeah, uh, because there is different jokes in there and there's different things they focus on in the audience and that yeah. sort of thing. Okay. Uh, Alan, what about you? Which, uh, between those two, what, what are you thinking? Um, well, Barnstormer, obviously, the, the kids' ride. Yeah. However, my daughter yeah. loved it when she was really little. When we went two years in a row, she loved it. She then got a little bit older, she wouldn't touch it. Right, okay. It's starting to become a bit too scary for her. Although I believe that this time she will go on it. Monsters Inc. Laugh the Floor. It's... I don't know, I'm... I know that it's meant to be live... I know there's obviously some set jokes yeah. that they do do. Yeah. Um, and they try to make it interactive to allow you to text in. Mm -hmm. I think if you're from the UK and yeah. you haven't bought yeah. a text phone over there, you're going to be being charged, what, about five or something to send a text in? <laughs> and there's no guarantee they'll read it out. Yeah, so you are excluded a little bit being from the UK. Has anybody sent an inappropriate joke? Like one that you know they'll never read out, but you send it. What you're trying to say about me? Make them giggle. I've sent one before now that I think there's no way in a million years they'll read that out, but it's quite funny anyway. Um, no, no, I've never done that. I'm too mature. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Alan. Carry on. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> What's happened? No, I've just um, seen what the kids are doing in the garden. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> On their own. Yeah. On their own. Hitting each other with spades. That'd be fine. I've told them to chop the tree down, but they can't <laughs> get it from the chainsaw. <laughs> Sounds like um, a really good afternoon over there. Thing is, I know he's not joking. So, right, so we've got Barnstormer off Monsters Inc. Yeah. I think I would go Barnstormer. Wow, okay. So you're going Barnstormer. Mm. And are you well, going Monsters Inc.? I'm going to go Monsters Inc., yeah. You see, I really struggle with this one because. I like the Barnstormer. My only problem with the Barnstormer is it is the shortest attraction in Walt Disney World. From beginning, from leaving the station to arriving back in the station is about 50 seconds. You go around um, twice? No, you only go around once. Oh. It's about 50 seconds. Um, and it's kind of... As much as I like it, I just I just wonder whether, you know, the amount of time that you actually queue for that, it's, it's just not long enough, basically. Um, but at the same time, I've been to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and there are times when I've done Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and I'll I'd be honest, I was, I came out thinking, yeah, it was all right, it wasn't great. Um, and there's other times I've been, and it's been really funny. So it's kind of a bit hit and miss. Um, so I think, oh, I think I'll go Barnstormer with with Alan. Now. It's funny because only one person agreed with us on Barnstormer, Alan, and uh, yeah. Monsters Inc. White Floor, uh, Monsters Inc. Love Floor has wiped the floor with Barnstormer. So even with our extra two votes, Monsters Inc. Love Floor wins. 
So, I'm the winner then. So that means that um, you're the winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're the winner. Uh, but there, but you, yeah, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor goes through, as does Big Thunder. So they're the two that kind of go through this time. And uh, what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and do... We're probably going to do four um, a week uh, this next time. Uh, and we're going to go through four of them at a time because, bear in mind, we've got hundreds of them to get through. We could be here a very, very long time if we just do two at a time. I'll have the final in 2016. 2016. Okay. Do you know what I want you to do, actually, right now? The pair of you got a pen and a piece of paper next year. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll just say yes. Okay. I want you to write down now what you think the ultimate attraction is going to be. And we're going to see if any of us are correct by the time we've finished. Um, right, that's what I think it's going to be. Oh, my pen's run out. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's no good at all. Don't, don't um, worry, I've not even got a pen, but I've written it down. Right, I've written mine down. Right, what I think it's going to be. There we go. So, but we're not going to share them, obviously, with anyone. But uh, that's. But the what thing is, we've got to remember where that bit of paper is in two years. I'm time. just going to stick it to. Uh, it's not going to take two years. I hope to get through this. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I've. Um, I've written on the bedroom wall instead. I hope you, what, so just don't decorate for two years. I'll just ask the kids. Uh, please don't decorate, because if you decorate, then uh, then that's going to disappear. You can't ask the kids. Oh, no, no I wouldn't ask them. I'll tell them that. Oh, right, that's that's real, on it. You're not supposed to tell them. You're not supposed to tell anyone. That's the whole point. I'm going to say, when you, when you first came out with um, Big Thunder Mountain versus Downhill Double Dip, I yeah. thought, you've stacked this all wrong. No, you see, but uh, who knows. Um... What we have, uh, what we're also going to do um, today, uh, and I've, oh, actually no, we've got, what am I about? We've got two more to do. Uh, I'm a fool. Um, which we're going to have a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to do the next two, and then we're going to talk a little bit about mouse meets as well. Is that all right? I've got yeah, four. Oh, all right, got two more. Right, here we go. Quick break, and then we shall return. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney. Woohoo! Big summer blowout! Disney Brit listeners, this is Mover Smitty, Mover Dave, Mover Scott, and Mover Rich, and we're the Imagination Movers! We'll be traveling all the way from New Orleans, Louisiana, to play a concert at the Bloomsbury Theatre in London, England. We'll be appearing on May 30th, May 31st, and June 1st of this year. Don't miss it. It's going to be a live concert extravaganza for the whole family to enjoy together. We'll play all our big Imagination Mover hits. We'll have drum solos, guitar solos, and we'll even have flying toilet paper! To order tickets, visit thebloomsbury.com forward slash events. That's Bloomsbury, B-L-O-O-M-S-B-U-R-Y. Listen for our Disney Brit interview coming soon. Thanks, you guys. Okay, it's the Disney Brit Radio Show, and we are continuing with our Ultimate Disney Attraction, and we've got our final pairings for today, which we're going to talk about. Uh, what, so far, we've had Monsters, Inc. and Big Thunder Mountain go through to the next round. So our next set of attractions, then. We've got Spaceship Earth versus the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. So Spaceship Earth versus the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. I'm going to go first. Uh, I think this time, Magic Carpets of Aladdin basically is a ride that spins around and you operate the vehicle uh, or the carpet to go up and down. There are some spitting camels that can get you wet. But other than that, it just goes round and round and round. Versus Spaceship I think you've undersold it a bit there. Really? <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, I can tell which one you're going to choose. Yeah, uh, or you got Space Birth, which is an attraction that takes you through the history of communication, all the way from the very early days to the modern days of technology. And uh, it's about a 20-minute attraction that uh, ha is voiced by Judy Dench, of all people. She's lovely. And uh, I really like it. So there are two. That's not biased at all, is it? What a one you're going to vote um, for. So, uh, I don't know, Alan, what your your opinion on these two? Okay, well, you've got Spaceship Earth in Magic Carpets, yeah. so you've got one attraction there where you 
You go in a car that's very uncomfortable seat and it goes up for about 20 minutes and then comes back down. Your back uh, aches. Okay. And uh, you've only got Julie Dudge to get you wet. Or you've yeah. got um, the Magic Carpets, which is, what, about three minutes ride? Did you actually just say you've only got Julie Dench to, <laughs> to get you wet? You've got uh, the Magic Carpets, which is fitting camels to get you wet. So. <laughs> so what Alan what meant is if you haven't been to the toilet, 20 minutes is a long time to try and hold ah, on. Ah, that's what it is. I see. That's fair. And enough. it is quite cold and it is quite uncomfortable. Okay, fair enough. However, However. the saving part of that ride is... That when you're going back down to actual the ground level earth, yeah. the ride turns around and it straightens your back out like nothing else. That's true. All that pressure on your back on that uncomfortable seat, it that actually feels quite good after a day in the park. So. Okay, and what I, I need to point out as well, that we're talking about just Spaceship Earth. We're not talking about Project Tomorrow because that is an attraction in itself and that comes later. Okay, there are you. I mean, for me, Spaceship Earth is a, a great idea. But it's, it's aimed at adults and kids, but your kid needs to be massive to actually get their photo taken. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So you go around and, you know, obviously they use you, that image several times. Yeah. And my kid's always missing. It's just like sad old me on the ride by myself. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but the camera, you know, the Aladdin's carpet ride. That's great. You've got to get up and down. You've got to miss the camels. That's what you're doing wrong, Adam. You're just thinking they squirt water at you. Is that what it is? Whole, I got this the whole right? idea is that you need to miss. You don't get squirted, you know. Okay. Extra points for coming off dry. Fair enough. Uh, right, okay. So, voting then. Uh, I don't think... Well, it's not going to make any difference. But votes-wise, uh, what are we going for? Alan? Um, for... For Spaceship Earth or Magic, King, uh, Magic Carpet? Kind of Alan's for okay, practical purposes only, I would say Spaceship Earth. Okay. And Chris? Aladdin's carpet ride. And I'm going Spaceship Earth, and Spaceship Earth wins. Okay, so our next two... Fix. Sorry, go on, you going to say something? It's a fix. It's a fix. It's, no, it's not really. Uh, the next two are Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular versus... This could be a tricky one. Versus Disney's Phineas and Ferb Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. Mm. Mm. I think they both fall in the same category. Right, okay, go on, explain. Which is, which is good first time. Right. Born after that. Okay. Can I then throw in Indiana Jones, first time watching, second time participating? Well, that would be different. Um, I've had the joys of that before now. Thanks to my wife getting excited on honeymoon and not realising why they were asking if anybody's on honeymoon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, we are! Oh, and then every turn around looked at us, made us stand up. They all gave us a big round of applause, and then we got dragged down to stage to take part in the market scene. Very nice. Uh, yeah, it meant she's never seen the show before. She missed the market scene because she was in it. She missed the next scene because we were getting changed, and we got back to the star chairs for the final scene and missed half did, the show. Do you get anything special for being part of it? Nope. Oh. Uh, the only thing I've ever had to get anything special for was Grand Marshals of the Magic Kingdom Parade. What did you that get was, for that? I got uh, embroidered mouse ears. And a certificate to say you have been the Grand Marshals for the Pride. Excellent. That's the only thing I, I've had in, in the past. I know you get things like mono, you used to get monorail pilot licenses and that sort of stuff, but no. Yeah, I don't think they allow people in the front anymore. Not anymore. But that's, yeah, Indiana Jones was the, uh, you don't get anything for it at all. Um, have you done Phineas and Ferb, Chris? Yes, I have, yes, several times. Yep. Better or uh, worse than Kim Possible? Oh, that's a tough one, that is. I'd say the same. Same, okay. Fair enough. Similar, different effects, isn't there? But yeah. it's a similar sort of thing. It's just what I kill the kids on it, isn't it? <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get in the old French patisserie. They're trying to run around everywhere, point at the top of the building. All right, fair enough. Well, you know. I'm more, I'm more interested in a couple of chocolate glares, not, you know, <laughs> seeing a bit of smoke come out of the chimney. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Um, <laughs> so I'm guessing I know which way you're going then. Uh, so no, I, I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah, you see, again, it's it's another one of those ones, isn't it, where I think actually they're both very different. Well, not they are both different in the sense that they're completely different experiences, but 
I like the kind of the grandeur and the spectacle of Indiana Jones. The actual, you know, the size of it when you're watching it, having that, watching that big, massive ball come running down after him, the, the spears coming up, seeing the aeroplane and the explosions and all that sort of stuff. You know, there's not many places in the world, not many theme parks in the world you'll go to and see a stunt show on that kind of scale. Um, and I think that for me beats Phineas and Ferb. So I'm going to go Indiana Jones on this one. I've just made my mind up. Alan, what so about you? Um, it's, it's even though the attractions are so different, it is too too tough to call because, as as Chris says, there is the element that once you've done it before, yeah. It's like my my, my thoughts are that when I've been to see the Indiana Jones show, yeah, you queue up, you sit down, you get a good seat, mm. and then just as it's about to start, you go. I've seen this six times. Do really yeah. want to watch it again? Yeah. And then you realise that you've got to be there for forty minutes or however long it is. Okay. And with Agent P, yeah, because I've done Kim Possible and I've done Agent P. Yeah. You get your you get your ticket or your your phone, your phone. thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be great. And then once you've gone past about the third screen of reading and waiting for the animation to go through, you think, oh, why have I started this? You've just got to keep pressing the button to get through the story and then walk around until it beeps. Okay. So, so what I are think, you going for? I think I'll go Indiana Jones because it's easier. Okay. <laughs> I've made my mind up. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, as Alan said, both boring on the second time. Yeah. When I first done Kim Possible, I thought, oh, that's all right. But I've got to say, when I first saw Indiana Jones, I thought, this is amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to go for Indiana Jones. Well, you going for Indiana Jones, believe it or not, has just knocked out Phineas and Ferb because they were were neck and neck on 11 each at that point. And Indiana Jones, you've given that one, has given it 12. Therefore, Indiana Jones survives and Phineas and Ferb disappears. So there we go. So that is Monsters Inc. Laugh 4, Big Thunder Mountain, Spaceship Earth, and Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular through to the next round. At uh, the special live mouse meets, we will be battling it out with the crowd on the following. It's going to be Disney Junior Live on stage versus Peter Pan's Flight. (sighs) Journey into Imagination with Figment versus Habitat Habit. Expedition Everest versus Reflections of China. And Dumbo the Flying <laughs> Elephant versus Mayday Falls. So they're the four that we're going to be finding out for at Mouse Meets this next week. I'm going to take my bat. <laughs> Why are you taking your bat? Well, give people to choose the answer I want. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, that's fair. Yeah, enough. quick whack around the head. They do anything you want. So there we go. They're the things that we're going to be looking at. Right, uh, I think it's time to talk a little bit of Mouse Meets before it starts. Hey, <laughs> getting exciting. Big summer blowout. Mouse Meets 2014. Live from Manchester. Oh, that might be the last time ever we play that. Oh, no, we might have to play it actually at Mouse Meets. I think we'll have to play it there. Yeah, we'll have to play it at Mouse Meets. So, uh, Alan, who is our My Streets, Mouse Meets Maestro, uh, we've got a Street. last... Main Street, mouse, no, Mouse Meets Maestro. We've got a couple of little extra bits and pieces that we need to share with people with regards to the event, I believe. Do we? Fly. We've got the film <laughs> the we need film. to talk to them about. Uh, that's quite a big, important one. Okay. Um, um, so, uh, we've already announced, I think, this on, on Facebook and on our Twitter. But went down very well, didn't it? It did go down very well. This year, uh, we will be uh, screening... Uh, the Lion King at the cinema on the big screen for uh, the first time in Yay. I can't know the last time it was out in the cinema but it's uh, the 20th anniversary this year of uh, The Lion King since it was released in 1994 and we thought right what a great way for us to celebrate 20th anniversary of this movie and to watch it again on the big screen um, and we came up with the idea before they did for Harambe Nights so uh, we're the original and uh, the, I think the premiere of The Lion King was around about the Easter time it was Yes, it was. So we're kind of... Yes. Uh, General release, I think it was 14th of June, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. 
So we've got it around, literally, kind of like that 20th anniversary we've, we've, we've managed to put in, which is brilliant. I, I think when we start to choose it, I wish we didn't choose it because it probably cost us more being there. <laughs> 20th anniversary. Yeah, you never know, maybe. Uh, I mean, but we, we were going to go for Dumbo, weren't we? Because we hired the cinema by the hour. Yeah. But Dumbo was 102 <laughs> minutes. It was uh, 62 minutes, so we just had to pay for two hours anyway. <laughs> so that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> they said they couldn't cut a bit out. No, not even the trailers or anything. No. So we're going to be watching The Lion King on the Sunday morning, which is going to be brilliant. And some people have already said, do you mind if we sing along? No, feel free. It'll be absolutely brilliant. I don't know whether it's the version that's going to have morning reporting or not, or whether it's not going to have the morning reporting at all. I have no idea. But, um, I don't know. We're paying by the hour, so hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. So uh, <laughs> you'll have to wait and see what it is. Depends what DVDs... Well, I mean, Blockbuster's is gone now, so it depends where yeah, they hire it from. Uh, it depends whether they hire a Blu-ray or not. Or whether they actually get a film copy, I don't know. We've had a mixture of two so far, DVDs and actual copies. If I was to tell you, without the hiring of the cinema, ladies yeah. and gents, just to get this film put on and get the rights is £180. Yeah, so that's even before so hiring out the cinema. So so. That's, that's without paying the cinema so, by the hour. So please do get up on the Sunday morning <laughs> yeah. and come, otherwise you're wasting loads of money. Um, if, if you don't want to come along, that means we've got two seats each. That's true. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, dinner on the Saturday evening uh, is all booked and sorted. Uh, we've got a table booked at the moment for a group of people, and what we'll do is on Saturday we will talk to you all about who is and isn't coming, and if we need to add a few more people to the tables and that sort of stuff, we that's, will do that's, that. That's it. We've uh, been speaking to lots of people, yep. and uh, say on the morning we'll announce where it is. Uh, the last thing we want to do is tell everyone we're going to be there. People who aren't going book it, fill it up, and we then can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So we're keeping it a secret for now. So it's a secret. It's uh, it's going to be good food, so that's good. And then we'll be going out for drinks and stuff afterwards if people want to join us for that. Who obviously are coming to the event and that sort of stuff. We'll, uh, we'll have a bit of a social. Afterwards. There's a few people asked us about the Friday. And yes. I'm sort of, I haven't told you guys this yet, but my thoughts five on it guys, are that we're going to be too busy doing stuff on Friday. Oh. I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't think we will be. Sad news. There is another reason for that. Ah, okay. In that case, there's another reason for it. That's fine. There is another reason for it. Um, because so. because Mouse Meets is about meeting up with people. Yeah. If we met up with eight people the night before, we're going to already have that bond with people, That's and true. then there's going to be sort of like a separation between the people that turn up. If everyone turns up Saturday morning, everyone's fresh into it. So I think what we're saying is that... We don't uh, want to form like a little cl- clicky group. Yeah, what we're saying is if... We do if they're buying the drinks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you want to arrange meets on the Friday evening, then feel free to go ahead and do that. Uh, but obviously we've got a lot to set up, and um, as to what time will be done, we don't know for definite. So. Yeah, uh, by the time I've eaten my steak. We don't even know if we're allowed in the hotel on the Friday yet, do we? You what, sorry? We don't even know if we're allowed in the hotel on the Friday yet, <laughs> or we may be getting there very early on the oh, yeah, Saturday. Like, no, we'll be all right, it's fine. We haven't confirmed those um, sort of details yet. <laughs> you think we're joking don't you Adam co- instill confidence it's great uh, but if you are still thinking about coming to Mouse Meets you're on the fence you're not quite sure whether or not you want to come along then uh, please do go and get your ticket uh, mousemeets.co.uk tickets are still available and it's going to be a great weekend I promise you we've had a couple of people on the Facebook who have asked if uh, when the event schedule and that sort of stuff's coming out is it finished etc etc yes the event schedule has been finished for a little while uh, as I said on Facebook we're waiting for some artwork from a couple of people who are advertising and they're just one now yeah and uh, once that's in it's ready to go uh, we're just literally waiting for that one person who we are chasing um so well, it's got, got it's got to go off to the printers tomorrow morning at nine. So um, there you go. Because uh, you'll you'll actually get it on email. Um, yeah. You'll also get a, a, a there'll be printed copies available on the day. So uh, you know there'll be a tablet friendly version as well. Yeah, look at that. Like, like we just oh. how good we are. Yeah, dead pocket. Um, the bring and buy sale. Yes. Um, there's a couple of people asked a few questions about it. Yeah. Um, someone asked us. If they can sell anything, yeah, and the restrictions are it's got to be a, a Disney product, as in something. A lawnmower I want to get rid of. Oh. Well, that, that's the reason Chris wants to get rid of his lawnmower. Um, it's going to take up the full table and leak petrol and oil everywhere. So <laughs> no, that's empty. That's gone. All right, you've, you've sold the petrol already. That's why I want to get rid of it. Um, so Disney-rated items, they can't be homemade. Or one of your own productions. So if you've got a, I don't know, you, you make Christmas cards, whatever, and you've made a, a ton of Mickey Mouse Christmas cards, 
We don't really want them on the bring and buy sale. I reckon okay, someone's however. just sat at home there going, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do all these now? Um, there is no charge for selling stuff at the bring and buy sale. You literally just fill out a form so that people know who to contact and who to buy it from. Um, yeah. We are making sure that people can, or every sale is witnessed by either myself, Adam, or Chris. Yeah. To try and rule out the option that, well, hang on, Thomas my item's gone missing. Yeah. Now, um, the, the table will be our end of the time. Don't yes, worry. Basically. Um, and this, we're going to have two or three tables set up. And if we end up with lots of items, it'll be a first-come, first-served basis. So, for example, if the first wave of stuff gets on the table, when things get sold, it'll be replaced by an item that is under the table, ready to get put it back on. Cool. But as, um, as, as Alan said, it's free of charge. But what would be nice, if you do sell something, stick a quid in the old uh, charity, box. charity box, you know. We're, we're doing it for Great Ormond Street. It's all, yeah, so be it's all a bit of worth it, isn't it? Yeah. That means I'm gonna to have to stick things up to one pound fifty. Uh, you might have to, yeah, yeah. If you want fifty pence extra, yeah, yeah. I've started fifty p. I put a quid in the pot. That half um, of his column book I was selling for twenty nine pence is gonna be even worthless now, isn't it? And um, say one person asked if they could sell anything, mm. and we've confirmed yes, you can. As long as it's a Disney item, it could be a book, CD, DVD, toy, game, anything. Stolen costume, anything. And Followed so by the question for the same person: Can it really be anything? So I'm quite intrigued about what this anything will be. Yeah. It's it might be a Christmas cake from Mazda. <laughs> they, ca- they, they carry it in as uh, one of the boats or Splash Mountain. <laughs> but uh, we have got loads of really great stuff for the um, for the uh, auction as well. Still wait oh, to yes. hear back from Disney. The less we say about that, the better. No, actually, no. No. I'm not very happy. We, uh, we usually deal with somebody at Disney who uh, has been brilliant at uh, supplies with some great stuff for the auction. She's on maternity leave at the moment and somebody new's taken over and she's rude and doesn't reply to emails. Um, so we're still hopeful, but um, we'll see. Um, trading. <laughs> trading, yes. I'm trying to divert the situation there. Um, <laughs> you'll be able to do pin trading, valuation trading, any sort of trading you want within fellow mouse meters at any point in the day and yeah. um, we've got a separate room there to try and control the noise of conversation and trading going on people do get rather excited don't they yeah um yeah. some some people in past events have traded all day long non-stop and yeah. if there's conversation going on while the presentations run it is unfair for the people doing the presentations and it's also unfair for the people who want to listen to that yeah. so that's why we've got it in a separate room however we're going to have Three focus sessions of additional trading, which is Vinyl Nation. Um, what's the other one? Disney Infinity um, Power Discs. Yeah. And also Sources of the Magic Kingdom trading cards. So if you've got Vinyl Nations that you want to swap out, if you've got any Power Discs you want to swap, or even uh, Sources of the Magic Kingdom, if you collect the cards and you've got a few short and you've got swaps, bring them down. We'll go into the room at set time, which everyone will be aware of, and we'll do a focused, I don't know, half an hour session of just trading them. However, if you do miss out at that point and you know that someone else has got the vinyl mission, so or the trading cards or whatever, you can arrange to do any additional swappage between the two of you. And um, one thing we have got that's not in the brochure, I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, um, it looks like we're actually on the Sunday after we have a girl-on-girl fight in the middle of the room. <laughs> really? What? Oh yeah, yeah, Claire and Louise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've got my quiz. Obviously, my Disney sing-along quiz. And I thought I'll have a little look round. Who can I choose for captains? I thought it'd be nice to choose. So I went through the list. And I thought, what better than two sisters? I've yeah. had messages off more weekend. Um, I mean, to, to think about it, I'm, one of them said to me, um, "Lose is not in her vocabulary." Yeah, so I've got I a feeling there's going to be a bit of a competition between them two. Yeah. And the, the best thing is, the audience will be split down the middle. So the audience could really let them down on this. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be the audience that lets them down <laughs> rather than themselves. Hey, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of good things. I think this year, arguably, the things that have been organised is, is, is more than it's been organised in past years. Possibly, yeah. Um. We've certainly put a lot of effort into it, and fingers crossed it's going to be a good thing. 
I've just remembered something else to quickly pick up on. Come on. Fast passes. Oh, yes. And the first 10 people who bought their tickets from mousemeets.co.uk did win additional fast passes. Yeah. And also the people who turned up to our mini mouse meets at uh, Manchester back in, I'm guessing, February. It was somewhere like that, wasn't it? Was it last year? Yeah, actually, it was November. No, it was November, yeah. Um, we gave... I can't remember, we were hammered. <laughs> it was a good weekend. We gave fast passes out to them. Now, these fast passes will give you priority entrance into the main venue, yeah. which will allow you to choose where you first pick on the seats. It will give you first pick picking on the bring and buy sale if there's items on the right bring and buy sale already. Yeah. It will also give you priority entrance into the cinema. Yes. So if you've got a fast pass and you like to sit on the very front row of the cinema, which a lot of people do, Chris. Um, I, think I, sat, can, I think I sat on somewhere else last time. I think you're on the floor. Yeah, I couldn't see the screen. The floor, didn't you? It's in the toilet a little bit too oh, much. That's right. One uh, jug of strawberry daiquiri too many, wasn't it? Just well, probably four actually too many. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we'll do is we'll. At, I think it's ten o'clock on the Saturday morning. Yeah. We'll call the fast passes in the room. Ten thirty. Standby line can enter. Yeah. And likewise yeah, I, in the cinema, we'll give a shout out for the fast passes first. So keep all your. I fans. will. I will be dropping the people uh, an email who have got the fast passes. Yeah, so they'll know. So I won't fine. be sending them to you because you might just duplicate it and send it to everyone else. So Alan's got them printed in real hard card. Yeah. So, so I'll drop you an email over the, you know, before the event to say yep. you're a fast pass holder. And um, you can get there early and get in early. There you go. Good stuff. Well, it's all the mouse meat stuff, I think it is, isn't it? Well, I think it's so. all. Fab. Well, I've got nothing else to say, which means it's the end of the show, which means it's time for the music, which I can't find. There it is. Right. Here we go. Right, well, that's it then. Thank you once again for joining us for another edition of the show. I'd like to thank Alan and Chris. No problem. Uh, of course, we want to thank as well Scooter Vacations. You can go over to scootorlando.com. So that's scootorlando.com. And you can find out more about uh, hiring those scooters and any of those mobility thing, um, vehicles that you need while you're out there. Uh, thank you to you for joining us once again and for uh, all of you over on Facebook for your likes and your comments and things you've shared in with. I want to say hello to everyone in the Discuss Orlando uh, group, the Brits uh, in Orlando group. And there's a third one that I forget about. But there's uh, I want to say hello to everybody in all of those groups who have been saying hello to over the past couple of weeks we've been posting in there don't forget you can get us on twitter at disneybrit and you can email us on radio at disneybrit.com you can of course review us on itunes as well to go over there and uh, review us if you haven't done so already say hello and uh, let other people know what you think of the show you can also email us mousemeets uh, for mousemeets, which is mousemeets at disneybrit.com. And you can, of course, get your last-minute tickets, which is over at uh, mousemeets.co.uk. Contact us for any questions, anything you've got at all, as we said, radio at disneybrit.com. You can also ring us, whether you're in the parks or whether you're here. You can ring us on 0121-288-2748. And those you want to say hello to, want to say hello to everybody over on Discuss Orlando, everyone on its Orlando time, and everyone on Disney in Orlando for Brits. So, hello to all of you, and we will see you at Mouse Meets in a week's time. And we will see you back here in a couple of weeks' time when we release the show that we created for you over at Mouse Meets. But until then, we'll see you. Gosh, everybody! <laughs> that was swell!